You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Oh, well, happy Monday. It's very... Mellow? Can I wake up? Well, wake no, up? it's it's not a, a matter of not waking up. I just... I'm in a mood. I'm just kind of like... Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. No, nothing... Nothing bad, I guess. It's just I've had a week, and, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it just kind of carries over, and you're trying not to let it, but I realized last week, and I wanted to to just kind of vent, as I do Mm -hmm. on this show, about the people who dismissed me at work this week, Mm. you know, at my job, because, look, I've complained about my job, probably here, and... There are times, I know we've had discussions where, you know, I complain, you complain, and we just yeah, kind of complain about our jobs. Yeah, we each other during the day, yeah. <laughs> because we understand there are, there are similarities in some regards to the things we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And this week, I got put through the ringer mm-hmm. in, in such a way that it seemed that nobody cared about anything. Yeah. Okay. If it had been one person, that's that's different. Two, okay, you're pushing it. Several, okay. what okay. is going on? Yeah, what is yeah. going on here? Because I had at least three different problems this week that I had to reach out to other people about. And the response I got initially was, eh, in a nutshell. It's just yeah. like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, but... And I'm trying to let you know I'm going to make no efforts to find the answer. So I don't right, know. right, yeah, mm. because that that's pretty much where it began. Was that right there? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to do. Just dismiss, dismiss. And this was a, the the first one was a problem that I, I've encountered several times this year. You know, we're still in oh, January. Geez, this year, in yes, January? we're still in January, and yeah. I've encountered it. Several times, and I thought, all right, you know what? It's, nothing's getting done about this, so I'm going to readdress it. And then when I did, it was just like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. And when I got that attitude, I, I was like, okay, but here, we, you know, we've tried this, we've tried that. And I was trying to explain my side of it. Mm-hmm. And then when I continued to get, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, so you're just going to dismiss what I'm saying? The moment I called them out on it, oh, the defenses came up. Well, I'm not oh, doing that now. I'm not doing that. And it's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, but you were. Yeah. Because I was telling you my problem that is all of our problem. But if right. you're not going to help rectify it, it. Yeah. then it's going to continue to be a problem. We need to nip it in the bud now right? before it becomes a bigger problem. 
But if you're going to act like it's no big deal, then I can't do anything because clearly you're saying that my job doesn't matter because it does affect my job. And my time's not valuable. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you're saying that my job is invalid and pointless. So, you know, I guess I should just throw my hands up too and just be like, oh, who cares? Then there was another one where, again, another problem that I had seen, a pattern. Mm-hmm. I'd reached out to a guy through through an email, and I was like, "Hey, uh, could you help me with this problem?" No response for an entire day. So then I messaged them like direct message. Hey, yeah, did you get my email? Oh, I must have overlooked that. Let me let me go look at it right now. Didn't get a response. I respond to the email because I didn't quite get a full message or a full answer. So I was like, "Okay, so." Maybe when could you give me a time frame? Yeah, something like that, so I can cut, because I was having to pass a message along to the person who asked me. So I'm like, there's other people Why waiting. Why did that in person this... just go to them? Why did you have well, to it's, it all? Well, uh, it's the the way the structure is. It's oh, okay. there's the people who reach out to me. Then there's something that I have to reach out to them for. It's not a, a necess- They wouldn't know to reach out to that person. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Right. And and there that's not there. So that made sense. So. Right, right, right. Okay. So it was, hey, could you get this, get that? Now I went to ask that question again after I re- responded to the email that I got that the half answer. I wanted clarification, so then I could pass that along to the other mm-hmm. person. Silence. I was like, what is going on here? So then I again next day. Press the person again via a message. Hey, so that email that I responded to was kind of needing an answer. Do yeah. do you think you could just give me a time frame? Well, clearly this is not a, a top priority for me, so I'll look at it. Okay. Okay. And I was pretty much done with the conversation. So I was yeah. like, so you're going to waste my time, which is wasting other people's time. Well, just send it along. I've been reaching out and uh, I'm not getting a response at this time. How would you like me to proceed forward with figuring out how to get this done? Yeah. Like. Because essentially he's he's now the roadblock. I've done all I can. So yeah. I, I just kind of threw my hands up. I was like, all right, so that's, that's what we're going to do. Because you can find it out yourself and prove how useless this other position is. Well, you know, I tried. I tried, <laughs> but I feel like that they're. Like clearly. I feel like that there are other factors involved that I, because I tried, I really did. Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't a hundred percent on it. And then when I finally got a response from this guy, it was apparently there's some other elements involved that I don't know about. And Mm -hmm. what I found was not accurate. So I was like, okay, well, clearly I just need to, to wait. Hopefully this will be a, a, you know, resolved soon. No. No. And I feel like there was a third, but I, I don't even want to. I've buried it so far. <laughs> okay. Because it was just <laughs> you know? no. Because okay. there were several instances where it was just like, God damn it, man! Why is everybody so? By Friday, mm-hmm. I was just so angry at everybody yeah. around me because it was just that attitude of, mm-hmm. mm, oh, I remember what it was now. I asked somebody for help. You know, Uh-oh. I asked a, a group of How people. How dare you? How dare I? Because I never do. You know, I've I've been told that you that I, I don't work well with others because I don't ask for help. Okay. And I don't work well with others because I don't like to depend on other people doing anything. I just want to do it myself because you're never gonna do it. 
that's how I look at it. <laughs> that's one of the reasons I don't ask for help is yeah. either it will get done wrong or half-assed. No matter how much I explain it, no matter how much I, I lay it out as simple as I possibly can, that is my concern is that they are going to do it in such a way. And maybe this is me being OCD. Mm. I, I can, yeah. I can, I have those moments where I'm just like, ah, but you're doing this wrong. Arr. Like when someone yeah. loads the dishwasher and it's just a garbled mess, I'm just like, this is not how you load it. All the bowls <laughs> facing down so none of the water's getting to yeah. the top. It's yeah. like, there is a, <laughs> unless you have those fancy ones where it comes from both sides. There, There's a system. Okay. Yeah. You have to lay everything in there just so. Yeah. But yeah, this is one of the, I, I, I did not want to ask because. Yeah. You know, there are just other factors involved. But I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ask some people I thought I could depend on. And I thought, I'll go ask if they could just at least do a little bit. And then when I have free time, I can I can start picking up part of this and, and we'll knock it out by the end of the week. That was my, my goal. I thought, this is simple uh-huh. enough. Okay, all you got to do is just click a button and it'll take care of the rest. You know? Yeah. Simple. No. No, Sometimes out of I think we're talking make things harder, so you stop asking them to do things. Downloading uh, s- several thousand files. Okay, keep that in mind. Thousand, okay. ten thousand, and I just I needed to get this done because I was trying to to help a move, and uh-huh. I just said if you guys could just knock this out, you know, a little bit at a time. When you get a free moment, just come back, download, download, download. I said yeah. we can knock it out, no problem day went by and no progress really had been made because I could track everything by a date, you know? Oh yeah. Because everything's timestamped. Once the date is, is there, uh, you're supposed to, the idea was download it, then delete it from its uh, current spot because we're going to move it elsewhere. Okay. And I noticed the date never changed. And I was like, so maybe, maybe they're picking a different day. But yeah. then even where I went to look at the downloads, nothing, you know, few here, few there. And I was like, so uh, I was, I, I don't know what they were doing. You know, yeah. I didn't know how busy they were, but from a, a certain perspective, I could kind of see how busy they were. Yeah. So I'm just like, I know you're not doing anything, <laughs> you right. know, at the moment. So I just don't understand why you're not do- helping me out here. Okay. And then finally, I just, I started doing it myself. And then right. I, I go to visit these folk and just be like, hey, how's everything going? They're like, oh, yeah, we downloaded a few. And I was like, really? I was like. Huh, that's interesting. That's, that's really interesting. I was like, so, and it's like, but have you been downloading? So where did they go? <laughs> yeah. Well, they even said, it's like, have you been downloading stuff? It's like, oh, yeah, I got uh, like uh, several months worth of, of files downloaded today. Really? Yeah. It's not hard. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll get on it. No. I, you know, I did two years worth. Yeah. I think you and I work similarly because I feel I'm very efficient, you know, Yeah. I, it, but I've learned how to work within my own brain's limitations because mm. I know I will forget stuff very quickly. So I set alarms and reminders and things like that on your Microsoft stuff or whatever that kind of assists me throughout the day, like at a certain time of day, 
Mm -hmm. I'll probably get busy doing something. That time has flown past me without realizing it. So I have timers and stuff to go, hey, you need to check this, this, or this. Yeah. So it blows my mind with someone like me who has all of these different things that I have to do for myself to overcome what someone with a normal brain would do that's still not doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand where I'm like, do you know how much harder I have to work to meet where you're at normally? Yeah. And then you're just not going to do it. I know. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't get it either. And going back to what I said, where where I'm, I'm pointed at and saying you don't work well with others. You don't like dealing with other people and you're just antisocial. It's, right. it's because yeah. of this stuff right here. All this stuff but that see, I just went through. And then they're going to say you're hard to work with because they're only going to talk about your response after asking several times. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you, you, you're missing the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a thing done. I take pride in my work. No matter how stupid the job as a whole may be, I never once will you ever look at my work uh-huh. and say I phoned it in or half-assed right. it. Because that's not in my brain. I can't yeah. do that. It's got to be perfect or damn near perfect. Mm -hmm. I can't just do it halfway. And yet when I watch people do it halfway, I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. I can't help it. I don't want to be. I can't help care a little bit more too. And that drives me crazy. And I try to keep it to myself because I understand not everyone's just going to work that way or care that much or, you know. Yeah. But after a while, you're like, Jesus Christ, can you just like come a little bit over here? Just a smidge. Yeah. But I've dealt with it so much with so many people that I've worked with over the years. And it, it, uh, and like you said, I have to keep it to myself because I do get it. Uh, everyone is not me and I am not them. Mm-hmm. Even training someone, I've had to say, I even tell them up front. I was like, I'm going to tell you how I do it. Now, yeah. I don't expect you to do it exactly the way I do it because you are not me. You may have some... Method that works better for you. This is how I do it. You listen to how I do it, then find your own way. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever works best for you, because it may not be equal comparisons here. I can't help how my brain works. Right. (laughs) I'm always looking for the faster, more efficient method. Always. Yeah. And same. I create all templates for myself for things that I know I have to do a million times a day. And I just copy paste stuff, move on. Yeah. So it takes me like two minutes and then other things. I'll see people hang on to it for like 10. And I'm like, I can't make it sense in my head how this took you 10. 10, yeah. Unless you put it in progress and then just like walked away. Right. And you're not actually doing the thing, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But yeah, no, I feel you, man. I kind of hate having to depend on others. I'm very like Mm self-sufficient. So I think my most perfect job ever would be just like if I was the one responsible for my shit and then out. You know? Oh, yeah. Like I don't have to ask for anybody else. Just throw stuff to me that, you know, my position's responsible for. I will get it done. That's And then let me move on so I don't have to depend on anyone else. But I don't think you'll ever find a job like that. No. (laughs) But for for the most part, I have tried to learn how to find things out for myself Mm -hmm. so I can avoid these conflicts. And you know what? That's not, again, it's not a factor of me not wanting to deal with people. It's having to deal with people, getting this type of response. Yeah. And then just, just being like, done. yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying to get my work done and people yeah. are in the way. So yeah. I'm just trying to avoid this altogether because mm-hmm. clearly I can't count on a soul. 
This is right. not me trying to be antisocial or, or difficult. I just have a job to do and I want it done. Right. Period. And I feel like I end up doing more than I'm supposed to just so oh, I yeah. can avoid that and move on with my day. Because I'm like, if I don't just figure it out and do it, I'll hang on to this thing for four hours waiting for someone to get back to it. Mm-hmm. Or I could just go in there and mess with it myself and then apologize later if they're really upset. And you know, <laughs> you know? I've, I've even done that too, where if I get a, an email or something like that and I don't see it, and then I look at the, the timestamp on it and it's, you know, it, a few hours had passed. I'm like, right. oh shit. So I, I scramble to get it done and I apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't see this until just now. Yeah. You know, and they're just like, oh, it's no problem. So even that, it, it feels like I've done something wrong because yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like having to wait on people. Therefore, I don't want people to ever have to wait on me. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So if That's I've done why my part. I think part, you and I would be like the best work partners oh. if we ever like work together. Shit would get done. Mm-hmm. You just <laughs> realize how awesome that company would be and how efficient they would be. Right? 100%. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Learning about myself being in an office atmosphere now. I'm like, you know what? I can rock this shit. You all are mm-hmm. very lucky to have me here. Yeah. You should be grateful. <laughs> you should be very grateful. Yeah. Because I've uh, I've been there almost three years now. I see the workflow and where it's going. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just. No, I feel that bad. I hate having to wait on other people. And it would be nice if they just had like a little bit of a smidge of that same care. Yeah. But it's like it's hard to make people care about their corporations too these days. I know. And look. So, no, everyone's I... doing their quiet quitting or whatever it's called. <laughs> I get it. And then those of us who are like, but damn it, we got to get it done are the ones suffering. Yeah. No, I get it. Our brains won't let us just not care about it. I don't want to. I understand we all have bad days. But Mm. the fact that so many people. Three days is too long. Three people, three separate groups, three different things. And everybody had this attitude of just like not caring. I wish I could just let that go sometimes. It's dude, it would be 100% pestering my brain all day, every day. Oh, it did. For it some did. reason, my brain will hyper-focus on that thing, and now I can't get anything else done. It's almost like I have these little mini panic attacks, and I'm like, really? Will you just stop caring? No mm-hmm. one died, you know? I think it's that idea of not finishing what you started, you know? I have to finish. Mm-hmm. I have to finish whatever it is, and yeah, and that, to me, feels unfulfilled, and therefore, I can't let it go, so I'm just always hanging on to that while I'm working on other things. I was like, boy, I wish I could fix, finish this project before I add this other thing onto right? it as well, because I've still got I this one I thing to finish. five things going. Yeah. I know sometimes it's easier to quit a game, <laughs> but yeah. sometimes you just have to finish it, especially if you're so close. Right. You know, and it's like, and this will be done and out of the way and I won't have to think about it again. Mm-hmm. But no. <laughs> So, I don't know. to drag on. So, All right. I so, feel, yeah. I wanted to run something by you. Okay. And and this is a hypothetical for everybody listening, too. Uh, it's actually not hypothetical for me, but I want to I know how you'd react, okay? Because understand, I'll just tell the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we'll see. So, the other day, uh, well, this is a few weeks ago. 
I walk into uh, an establishment, a liquor store, if you will, because I'm not going to hide that I I, I imbibe every now and again. Have have a little drinky drink. Yeah. So I I go into this uh, local liquor store that I've gone into for since it opened. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing's ever been weird about it. It's a good establishment, good people, whatever. Walk in and uh, lady behind the counter is just like, hello. And I'm just like, hello. Go grab my stuff. Get to the counter, and as I'm and I'm getting ready to um, check out, I'm getting my money up and whatever, and I just turn my head. Same little girl that that, that said hello. I just kind of turn my head, not realizing what I'm doing. It's just like head turns, uh-huh. our eyes lock, and I get a smile, huge, big okay. grin. And I'm like, eh, okay, yeah, yeah. hi. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was interesting. So it just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of lifted my spirits a little bit because a good smile can do that. And I just kind of mm-hmm. walk out and be like, okay. Huh. Yeah. Friendly people. Right. Weeks later, going again. Same girl at the at the door. Hello. I, does she work there? Yes, she works there. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, there's another concern there. No, no, no. She's just always there, but okay. No. <laughs> Get a hello and a smile on the way in. Mm-hmm. Hello and a smile. Walk over, get my stuff, go to the counter. As I'm at the counter, again, she kind of walks by the cashier. Mm-hmm. Head turns, lock eyes, smile. And I was okay. like, yeah, okay. And then I just, again, walk out with a, a good feeling, but it was just like, what's what's going on here? <laughs> because I'm... Isn't it shame? We're all, like, people are nice and we're like, what's going on? <laughs> well, it seems like it's... I don't want to just assume, but... Well, it doesn't look like she's actively going out of her way to just stare at you in the eyes and smile. The, the second time, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, she yeah. was she was on the other side. She was behind she's me. The door. And then it was just like, made your way to where my eyes were and walk, kept on walking. Yeah. Maybe she thinks you're cute, just likes to smile at you. Yeah, like now that's that's what I wanted to talk about because since then I've kind of been nervous to go back in there. <laughs> Aw, <laughs> take Katrina with you next time. I don't know. Like I, you know, I'm not expecting anything funny to happen or anything like yeah. that. But it was just like now I've got this complex where I'm just like it makes me feel good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just like sure. but I just don't want to. I don't want to give yeah. off any kind of wrong vibes or whatever right. i appreciate well, it i mean have you gone out of your way to speak to her stood at the no. door after you purchased no and i think like you're not leading any impression okay. i think you're just being a nice customer smiling back when you're being smiled to now if you were hanging out afterwards and having long conversations sure. or something then sure you know yeah but um i but don't it, know what's going through her brain but i don't think anything but um, i guess on one hand uh, where i'm not trying to to start that like, I'm not trying to do anything or whatever. There was another part of me that just, it felt good. You know well, what I sure. mean? Sure. Like, I don't get We're that. We're humans. If people find us attractive, it's going to bump your day a little bit. Yeah. It's normal. I guess that's yeah. w- what I was kind of wanting to, to explore for a moment because it, the, it, I don't get that very often. Yeah. <laughs> or at least okay. I don't feel like I, I get it very often. Yeah. At least not like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Just like I said, I walk out kind of feeling. You can look at the menu. You just go home for dinner. That's all. You know, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I say take your little, uh, you know, 
ego bump and just be happy with it. Be like, yeah. But I, I hate that I've let it get to me where I'm afraid to go into the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Avoid the day she's there or something. I don't know. What well, I don't. I don't. Go and switch it up. But I mean. If, if if the next time you go in, it just seems super awkward where she's just like going out of her way to do it. I mm-hmm. don't know. I guess just do you. Keep smiling and just walk right on out when you're done. Yeah, you know? I guess. I hate that uh, I've now gotten in my head about it. Now she trying to have long conversations or something with you, you know, and it seems like it's leading that way, then you might have just, you know, hey, thank you. Sure. It's very nice and all, but I'm married and, you know, mm-hmm. I just was being friendly or something. I don't know. Yeah. It might be your fault either way at the end. I don't know. I, well, <laughs> that seems to be the going rate with most people who like to, to blame stuff I'm, I'm involved in or not involved in. I get blamed. Yeah. It's, well, it's when it comes it. to people's hurt feelings, they're definitely going to try to figure out a way to make it your fault instead of like just taking it with grace. And oh, I took a shot and it didn't work. Oh, well, and move mm-hmm. on. That's usually not the human response. Yeah. It's usually let's tear that other person up. How dare they? you know to protect our own feelings and you know to be fair just saying from from a certain perspective uh, i mean she's she's a looker you know i mean she can do better in my opinion (laughs) but you know nine times out of ten ever anytime i've ever been encountered with something like that it's Mm -hmm. I guess got yeah. someone you necessarily find attractive. Uh, back yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> like mean, we've know, everyone's got their own, you know. What we've they like we've got one at work um, that I've gotten those from, uh, and I've heard things. I don't want to disparage anybody right. because I don't know. But well, you don't want to dip your pen in the company ink anyway. Yeah, even if you were single, that's just more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> sure, but <laughs> unfortunately, I can speak from experience on that one. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I've got I got a few of those a time or two, and then you know I had heard prior to that, and I was just like, don't get any ideas about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. nah, okay, yeah. smile. Okay, and- you can still just be friendly and give off the vibe like I'm being nice, but that's it, and move on. Yeah, you know? just just over there. Say you can't I'm help how good. they take it. So yeah, no, it's just. The, yeah. the 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 bump felt good, but now sure. I've got I've gotten into my head, and I hate that <laughs> because I like the store. <laughs> well, I think just go back in, and I think you'll eventually get over that as well. Mm-hmm. You get used to it, and it's just the thing. I mean, is she new? No, I've, I honestly feel like she's been there since day one. And I, I, again, I I could be misremembering this, but again, it's been I don't know how long it's been, but. I'm almost positive the very first time I walked in there, they have like uh, one of those little drive-through windows, which I uh-huh. still feel like is weird for a liquor store. But <laughs> yeah, she southern ha- states have more drive-throughs I've noticed for liquor than mm. you'll you won't find them up here. But they have this. She she kind of pointed if it was the same one, and again, I feel like it was, but I I could be misremembering because uh-huh. it's been because I've not really been paying attention to people's names and faces. Sure. But she was just like, hey, uh, we have this window if you ever want to go around. And it was almost like get out of the store and use the window. That's how <laughs> it came off to me. you just want me to like not have to work, you should take the window. Yeah. So <laughs> t- that's how it felt to me. It was just like, you know, just, just do the window from now on. I'm like, okay. And I didn't know how to take that. So 
It, was it new at the time? Yeah, yeah, it was very oh, new. Okay. So, so well, then maybe it just came out wrong, and she was like, "Hey, yeah, just so you're aware, if you like wanted to not have to come inside, you don't have to." So we could just look at it like that. Sure. Like, like hey, we got a new thing. But the problem with that is, is I like to browse when it comes to liquor. I guess I don't non I don't normally have like this idea of what I'm after. Yeah, I just kind of want to look and see what's out, what's new. There's there's rare occasions where I have this desire for one thing, and I'm like, that's what I'm there for. That's what I'm getting. But even then, I don't think about the window. <laughs> yeah, just go in then. Yeah, just, those are probably for the people who like, I, I just need a 36 Accours light in a can, yeah. please. You know, and just like pass you, through the window and be on with your day. You know your order, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you, you know what was going on. And this is probably a pickup for the rest of the evening because you've probably already been drinking in the oh, beginning. Yeah. So you think you're being sneaky driving through the drive through No, it's good now. Give me some of that natty light, baby. Yeah. Big old 12 pack. That's going down tonight. I don't understand that either. I don't see how you can a six pack between me and a buddy of mine was. Like, it's so full. Yeah, it's enough. Like, I never was able to just sit and drink a ton of beer. Hmm. Maybe about two or three in the evening, like you said, would be about all I could do. Because by then, I'm just full and I'm gassy. Yeah. like so much in my stomach. (laughs) I'd say in my early 20s, uh, me and a buddy of mine, we did have like this tradition. It was like every Friday or Saturday night, we'd get a 12-pack of beers wasn't like anything fancy i think it was like red dog or something like that yeah and we that would be our evening that and whatever stupid movies or whatever that we were watching and we would just kick back relax watch movies drink beer have chit chats out on the balcony or whatever and that's that yeah and we would go through that entire case but we're getting old steven yeah i can't do that anymore two space backs Like three feels like a hit that first hump now, you know, like three feels like a stretch for me anymore. And I don't know why that is, because once I hit two, I'm just like I'm mellow. And then when I get Mm -hmm. to three, it's like, all right, now we're kind of getting into. Now it might be like where you start listening to pop music. Yeah. Yeah. Just your head's kind of swimming a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I prefer. Honestly, I know we've we've discussed this, but I'm I'm kind of in the. the what do you the delta realm i love that stuff dude it is a nice chill high and you don't feel gross the next morning no and i feel like i can nod off to sleep easier Mm -hmm. and i love when the giggles kick in because i just love to laugh it's yeah. like it's releasing so much in my... I got into the giggles last night over... It's it's always the dumbest shit, or at least it seems like it's the dumbest shit, but I think uh-huh. there's a pattern to it. It's it's hilarious in the moment when you try to explain it sober. You're like, well, this was dumb. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I lost the thread of why it was so funny last night, so... For me, what I've noticed that, I, that has been kind of tickling my funny bone the most is when... I don't want to say anger, but... Say someone says something or something happens and it's it's like someone's angry, but they mm-hmm. say it in just the funniest way. Right. Like we were watching a blooper last night and someone was like, are you going to rattle that goddamn stuff all the time? And that erupted, like I just <laughs> erupted in laughter and could not okay. stop thinking about it. Or there was this other one where a dog got scared by a mule and it took off. 
And it was just like, it took the fuck off. And that's all it was, was just the thought of this dog darting away from this, this other animal. And that, I, I, every time I thought about it, I would start laughing. And it was just, it's Why do you think they called you getting dope on dope? (laughs) Put it. (laughs) From our dare days, you know. Anybody remembers Dare. But I'm not hurting anybody. You know, I hear people, there's people at work. I've heard people bitching and complaining. Now, granted, I'm not doing what their kids are doing, but I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But all I hear them, my, you know, these kids are all getting high all the time and I just don't understand it. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, but you know, if you got high just once, I guarantee you'd mellow out, man. You know, you're you're mad I think at them. People who lose their mind over it are not familiar with it at all. Like yeah. they've just heard the boogeyman, like I said, dare tactics and all that crap from the eighties is still in their head. Right. And and reefer madness and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like mm, hmm. it's not it's never been the case. <laughs> I mean, I think the what they're trying to equate it to is that uh, the people in which they're they're mad at and and calling potheads and whatnot they don't have any desire to to be better people you know they they'd rather be bums but i don't person's different but i don't feel that it's the effect of the drug i feel like they were already that person now you're just equating that to now if you're the type that like wake and bakes and smokes all day long you're probably going to have more or less motivation mm-hmm. uh, to do a thing or whatever. But I mean, I, I, I mean, personally, I kind of look at it as like, for me, if people have a beer at the end of their day, yeah, I'll have a hit at the end of my day. Yeah. I'm chill. I'm relaxed. And that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. I don't do it all day long. I definitely don't do it while I'm working. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know when I want to and, and, and I'm not trying to get blazed. I'll just have just like a little tiny, hit for pain relief or something and i'm good you yeah. know i take two little so, puffs off the little... i call myself a functioning pothead yeah you know? no I, there's a, there's like a moment in the night probably around seven or eight because i know you know bedtime's coming up shortly mm-hmm. so i'll take two puffs off the little pin set it down and then shoo, let it just wash over me and i relax yeah and then if i get the giggles in the meantime cool if not it's fine yeah, baby. write it I'm, out baby i'm just i'm just <laughs> Enjoying it, and then I'll make my way to the bedroom and just pass out, and I feel relaxed. It's like it's a really great feeling. You're so comfortable. The yeah. bed just feels so much more comfortable. The pillow feels so much more colder. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, everything's great. Now, I'm never gonna judge you for it, man. That's my. Uh, I got the medical card. I sleep like a baby now. Mm-hmm. If if I'm only not they could up a million times a night. I still wake up, but I fall back asleep sooner. Yeah, you know kind of what it is there for now for me i just wish that they would legalize the good stuff here because i I just think they need to make it a federal law and call it a day and then each state if you really want to be a jerk about it be a jerk about it but Mm -hmm. you know i think this whole dancing around with how it's legal in certain states but federally overall it's not it's like it's just this really weird line (laughs) that i just can't make make sense because they could totally come bust those dispensaries and california's had a rough go of it when they were the first ones or one of the first ones to do it the dea would keep busting them up and it's like what are we doing here yeah (laughs) i mean seriously what are we doing um but anyway yeah yeah. i'm sure we need to talk about video games so (laughs) probably at some point yeah what what, what have you been playing so this week 
I have been playing Disney Dreamlight Valley. Judge me if you want. I don't care. Really? I, yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted something kind of chill after such a long game. Sure. Having played Persona 5 Royal and getting through that. And uh, I, I wasn't sure if I'd like it, but I wanted just something chill. I didn't want to have to think about too much. Nothing stressing for my time. And it was on Game Pass. So I'm like, fine. You know, so I downloaded and played it. And yeah, I've been playing that this week. Just kind of building up Dreamlight Valley and making friends with Goofy and Mickey and Donald and Moana and Maui. These are all the people that I have on my valley now that I okay. would have saved. And Scar. Uh, he's on my uh, in my valley now. Uh, oh, and Remy, the mm. rat from Ratatouille. Yeah. I just saved him, and we're just now starting his quest line to get his restaurant and stuff back up, which I have it running, but we're only at friendship two or three, so there's more quests. I think you go all the way up to ten. Um, and Merlin. Nice. You know, he was one of the, he was the one that like came with the valley, you know, telling us that the forgotten has taken over and we don't know where people have gone and we were for, for forgetting everything. And of course, you're the one that can save us. You know, you have the right power. And so it's like kind of a cleaning simulator with opening new areas. <laughs> you like picking up sticks and like harvesting fruit and uh, clearing the night thorns that have taken over everywhere in the valley, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like just what I wanted for, you know, chilling in between such a long game. Uh, so I'm ador- I think it's adorable. Um, it has its problems. Um, it's definitely early access. Um, the <laughs> having the same button for all the things has become such a frustration over the last couple of days because talk you hit E, pick mm. up, you hit E, harvest, you hit E, you know, I'm playing on PC. And if I have a friend near me while I'm trying to harvest and like a little squirrel or something that's coming in front of me, like you hit E and then it, she's moving all around. She doesn't know which, which thing you're wanting her to do. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I have to like run into the character and push them really far away from what I want them to mm. do. Cause thankfully they're not like a brick. So if I walk into another character, they move, you know, so it's like push you out of the way, push you out of the way so I can get this freaking raspberry, damn it, you know, <laughs> so, and a uh, little trouble with camera angles sure. because uh, when you load out of a place, you know how you get that scare of being like inside their face, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just staring at the back of their eyeballs or if I get in the forest and there's too many trees around. I can't freaking see the ground or anything. So I'm having to like look up. So there's a little things that I'd love to see tweaked. I don't know how you fix it. <laughs> um, but I mean, obviously not enough to keep me from playing. Cause I played again this morning, even sure. before we did this because I can catch shrimp better in the morning. Woo. Um, <laughs> so it's like, so I can make bullion base. So it's five star recipe. Damn it. Kind of like animal crossing in a sense. I think so. Maybe that would be probably pretty close to describing it because you have one area and then as I can clear the thorns and, you know, my dream light, I think is what Mm. they call it, you know, for just doing daily quests Yeah, that'll pop up and you capture this dream light. And then once you have so much, you can clear a or open up another area that was overtaken by thorns. So yes. So once you've gotten enough of those and then you'll go there, there'll be new fruits, new vegetables, new different kinds of crafting materials. And mm-hmm. and then, yeah, each island or area has a new character that you're saving from the Disney Rolodex. I don't know how many characters are in it yet so far. It seems like almost all of them, but you got to remember there's a lot. Oh, I forgot. I did get Ariel and Ursula too. 
And I think I keep forgetting about Ariel's because I can't get her to a point where I have a quest with her yet. Hmm. So I just keep giving her something shiny each day to bump it a little bit until we're friends enough to start getting her quest line. Because, um, duh, she likes shiny stuff, right? Duh. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> what did you think my collection's complete? Anyway, uh, but yeah, she wanted like fish. And I'm like, really? Yeah, you know. You're like around a lot own. of fish was my only point. I just don't know why that would be your gift of the day. Right. Sure. They do change them up like each day. You can give them whatever you want as a gift, but there's three specific ones that might be what they're really would bump your friendship with them for that day. So one of hers was like a salmon one day. I'm like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. You You're think the ocean. be after a uh, thingamabobs and whatchamadoodles. Right. Anything shiny. I mean, I'm able to harvest sapphire and garnet and rubies and, you know, all of these shiny things. And you're asking me for fish? You're in the ocean. I don't think they thought that through. <laughs> no, but it is what it is. So <laughs> I gave her whatever she wanted if it was in my pocket. And uh, and then I did try Persona 3 Portable mm-hmm. for a moment. I started it up. I think I maybe played an hour or so. And that's when I knew I needed a longer break from the Persona thing. So I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to really dive in yet for another 100-hour game. Sure. I know it's not going to be as long as Royal, but still. And I only have one thing so far that I kind of complain about it just because I'm not comfortable with it and I didn't expect this Mm -hmm. but in the other personas that I've played there's always something you know where you go into the dungeon your persona is what comes out and that's what you're really using to fight with is your persona's powers but the way my main character summons their persona is kind of bothersome to me and I'll just I don't know if this will be a trigger warning so I'll put that out there now but he literally shoots himself in the head And then his persona comes out. And I was like, maybe that was the first time, you know, sequence when you first learned about your persona. No, it's every time. And I'm honestly not a fan of having to watch that every single time I want to use my persona. So I think that also coupled with being off of a log game, I'm like, I think maybe I want a little more distance. This was so weird to me. Yeah. It just seemed like a weird choice decision. Not that it offended me or anything like that. I'm just like, I don't know how comfortable I'm watching because they're all high school kids, mind you. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't know that any persona game is older than high school age. Um, but I've not had the ability to play them all. They've just started recently coming to PC. So I played Persona 5, at, some of 5, played all of Royal, played all of 4, Golden. They were all in high school. This one's also the same. So I don't know. It's just this high school student having to go into another room to like basically kill themselves to get their persona. I don't know. It's yeah. just something about that whole thing. I was just like, I don't know if I want to watch this every single time. So I'm hoping maybe if I get a new Persona that that animation won't be the same one or the story's just going to have to be good to get me past that. I didn't think I'd find something like that. That would just bother me so much, but for some reason it just did like watching it. It's understandable. Um, Yeah. So I wasn't expecting that. Um, But that is it. That was it. I did dedicated my time to Disney this week. It was a nice clean, you know, our cleansing palette, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you? Well, I'm what? still working on Death Stranding, and okay. I thought I was going to be a little farther along than I was. Let me tell you what, going back to the, to the work thing that we were talking about, okay? Yeah. So, so I have tried, I think since the last time we spoke, of course, I don't, I don't remember how much I'd played. I feel like I, I played a, a good bit. 
I set up a, a, a very intricate zipline system to try and connect a lot of this mountainous area. So mm -hmm. that if I needed to go from here to here to here to here, I might not be able to take as much with me as I'd like, but mm -hmm. maybe I could take it down in, in, you know, groups. And then if I needed to deliver like this massive amount to one section or to uh, a spot a little farther out. Or if you that, accidentally kill someone, you can Or something like that. Quicker. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I had this system to get to certain areas faster where I didn't have to worry about climbing the mountain. Okay, yeah. Because climbing the mountain is just, no. I'm not, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I, I had this all set up and thought, okay, great. Now, from where I stopped playing last to when I picked up yesterday, uh -huh. I had several orders in my in my uh, hands. I had my truck, and I was trying to. I had to kind of figure out where I needed to go. So I was looking at my orders. I was like, okay, so I need to go here, 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 and then I'll pick up stuff along the way, and then yeah. it'll be great. And then yeah. when I'm done with all these deliveries, then I can go back to uh, whoever's going to give me my main mission to move forward. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Felt like there'd be no time at all. No time at all. It took me four hours <laughs> to get to the mission to move forward in the story. Oh, God, no. Because I kept moving here, driving there, mm -hmm. taking care of this. And of course, something would come along the way. And I was trying to take care of that. And just all this stuff. And then I, was, I looked at the drama and said, what happened? <laughs> like this is supposed to be just deliveries and then yeah. back to it and this taken four hours yeah i was just i was my mind was blown by it but again this is back to what we said this this uh -huh. need to take care of all these things at once and before I just, you do with it yeah yeah and there were so many that i actually avoided because i would look at some of the mission or some of the orders that were needed to be fulfilled and i was like i don't have time for that right now <laughs> because yeah. just, i actually Based on where I was, I was just like, I, I can't do that because it, you're requiring me to go outside of where I'm heading and I can't do that. So I'll come back. There's a lot of I've got to come back. But it was just like, damn it, you know, and I, I couldn't believe that it took that long. So finally, when I did progress forward in the story ever so slightly, mm -hmm. oh, man, I got I did something terrible. <laughs> oh, no. And it was an accident, but I didn't expect that to happen. So here's what happened. Uh, I got my next mission and they said, hey, so we need you to go to this facility. You're going to meet up with some guy and then get them onto the network and that'll be great. And I was like, okay, I can do that. But I had to, I had to deliver an antimatter bomb. So you got to be very careful. And I was like, I can be careful. Now, you, you probably think you know where I'm going with this. Famous last words. I could be careful. Okay. I'm sure everyone thinks you know where this is going, but yeah. <laughs> you're not going to believe what happened. So, luckily, there was already some zip lines kind of set in motion to help me up the mountain. Okay. So, I took the zip lines up as far as I could. For some reason, the people who built these zip lines are half-assers because they half-assed it to one point and... I looked farther out into well, the distance. Well, maybe they missed the email. I guess. <laughs> because I looked out into the distance. Everything is still on the network. 
And I'm just like, why didn't you continue the zip line? Because you could have built one clearly over there (laughs) across this wide field. And I could have just zip lined over there and I'd be so much closer to where I need to be right now. But you didn't. No. So now I have to walk through this field, which, as you would know it, is surrounded by BTs. Mm. So I was like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. So I started making my way through this open field full of BTs. And then I'd Mm -hmm. get the notification here and I'd scoot. And then I'd just keep weaving and weaving and weaving. And then finally I got to this one spot. And I could see a new type of BT. Now, they have not talked to me uh, in great detail about these, but they look like they're on fire. Or like have embers blowing off of them. And the only thing that I know of them so far is that my my weapons do not affect them. Or at least this is what they've told me. So I was like, okay. So I don't know what to do with those. So I just avoid them. You know, (laughs) just avoid them like the plague. And... I saw one BT that was not that type, and I kind of was trying to get past it, but I was in this awkward position where I didn't know which way to go, because I Mm -hmm. felt like I was going to run into the other one, and I have this one special feature where you can cut their umbilical cords, weird as that may sound, and that gets rid of them. So this one that was in the way, I was like, I'll just sneak around it, clip it, and then that'll open up my path. Well, apparently I spooked it. And it came after me. So I started booking it. But then I ran into the other one. And I was like, oh, shit. So then I turned and I was trying to book it away from that one. Well, I'm in in snow. So I'm not running. Normally, I'm running like this, you know, stomping through the snow. Then I start climbing rocks to try and get away from these things. Now, do you have boxes on your back also at this point? Well, I have the bomb. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the anti-battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just doing everything I can to get away from them as fast as I possibly can. I'm stuck because, again, there are BTs everywhere. And I'm just trying to find the, the fastest possible route to get away and run. And mm-hmm. the snow's not helping. The rocks are not helping. Suddenly, it grabs me. And I go for a ride. Of course, yeah. And then what they practically do is when they grab you, they drag you around and then they just stomp you and then they come out as some whale or whatever the fuck and then they attack you. So then I'm loading up my grenades and I'm chucking and I'm chucking. I'm like, I'm going to beat you. I had one, one hit left and I continue to run into this problem with this game that bugs the shit out of me and I do not understand why this continues to happen. And I had I had ammo, so don't at me saying, "Well, maybe you just ran out of ammo." I was paying attention. For for some reason, after I throw a few grenades, I'm holding the buttons in which to do the thing, and he will not react. It's as if the buttons are not working, and I'm like, "I'm I am pressing the button. This was working two seconds ago, and Is now something about being trapped in the animation. You think? Or? I don't know." I don't know, but it, it it's happened to me several times where I'm just like, fucking throw the shit. And it's just right. like, no, like I don't have anything on me. And I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm looking at it. I see how many I've got left. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So because of that delay, this thing jumps at me, grabs me and kills me. Now, after all of that, I have died before. In fact, Last week, <laughs> I think that was the story I meant to tell you. I was trying to d- develop a zipline system down a mountain. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. I fell down that mountain twice and died <laughs> trying to make this Sounds fucking... Sounds like the zip lines are your demise. Are you, you're starting to think so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, after I died, I swam around in this the beach or whatever, and then I revived myself, and I dusted myself off. Luckily, the bomb was intact, but you wouldn't know it because when I turned around, there's a giant crater in the ground where I died. And I'm like, holy shit. I have not seen that before. So you even explode, huh? I I guess. But it was just like this big freaking crater in this wide open field. And I was like, oh shit. Oh damn. And then I just turned around and said, well, I guess I'm leaving now. Right. But I don't know if that's ever going to go away or if that's permanent. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So I hate that that happened. But I'm a little fascinated by it as well. Yeah. I would almost want to keep checking on it. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll have to come back around it. Luckily, uh, the zipline system that I'd started to to build to avoid uh-huh. this very thing, it was still intact, so it didn't it didn't hurt the one that I built. Uh-huh. So, and I could luckily or I should be able to take another and take it across the gap. So, if it if it's going to be there permanently, I should be able to build something that's just going to negate so, it all together. That's interesting if you can actually do permanent damage to the landscape like that. I've been curious about it, and this is the first instance I've seen of it. And but the other ones when they explode, is that permanent to the um, environment also, or have you always just been successful getting it to incinerator? So we're not sure. Now, as far as bodies, I've uh, uh-huh. yeah, I've not had any bodies explode on me, and this is the first time that a BT took me down. So that's, I think, what led to all this. Now, I like I said, I've died Mm -hmm. and come back, but never like this. So yeah, keep an eye on it. Now I'm curious. I am too. So and I don't want to look into it. You know, I'm curious for my own. Yeah, discovered on your own. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but allowed to learn things on our own. We we're allowed surprises. Another thing I'll recommend is even if you don't play the game. Uh, uh-huh. I would recommend going on Reddit and seeing the Death Stranding Reddit threads because you got people on there sometimes that have been cracking me up. Where Oh, uh, you know what? I love Reddit. Sometimes it's just like one long troll conversation and I'll laugh my butt off. There's some creative motherfuckers out there that just mm-hmm. respond to shit. And I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got, I got an email. I don't even remember, I guess, because, you know, phones are listening and whatnot. And I get this email from Reddit and it was directing me toward the Death Stranding thread. Mm-hmm. And there was a bridge built. Not over a, 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 a lake or a creek or anything, just a, a bridge. Like not, on the ground? Yeah, just not connecting really anything. And okay. the guy was just like, who in the hell made this? <laughs> and it was just right. a very valid question. I'm like, yeah, yeah why, why, what, who is this for? <laughs> Maybe it's to um, another futuristic climate change thing. Maybe. Like how it used to be a bridge connecting two things, but I don't know. Flooding, regrounding, earthquakes, who knows? Raised the earth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In some Kojima, uh, um, you know, strange fashion and how he writes his stories. But, you know, I've that's the other thing I've seen where you have to deal with other people building stuff is I see certain structures built sometimes and I'm I'm, I'm confused by it too. Like there's like, this is, is it other players able yes. to do that mm-hmm. in your game? Yeah. 
So it's all part of the Death Stranding connection. So uh, you may not particularly be playing on the server I am, but you do have like a group of people that you're on the server, same server for. So if you are connected, like when you get a, a facility connected to the network, everything that other players have done within that group of the network, their stuff will then show. So you're not going to see it prior to that. So if you had been working on trying to build something off the network, somebody else may have already done it. So then when you connect, their structures, their bridges, their ladders, whatever, are then shown to you, and then you can utilize them. You understand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've just tried to debate whether I like that feature or not. I do. I I, Honestly, because uh, before you get on the network, it's already a struggle. Okay, so if they tell you, hey, you've got to go find this person, you don't know where you're going. You know, the the map is just kind of foreign to you because you have nothing to really go off of. Mm -hmm. And granted, if you build a bunch of structures, then their structures on top of that could overlap and it could be, you know, a little bit useless, which I get. Mm -hmm. But once you find it and then all that stuff kind of comes into your purview sometimes it's beneficial sometimes it's not there are times i've seen like a little bridge and i'm like what is this doing here you know Mm -hmm. i don't understand so i've removed them now you can remove them for yourself they won't remove them for the other players but if i feel like whatever this thing is is not benefiting me at all and it's just in the way i will remove it you know maybe it was just a troll it could be or, or maybe they just needed to build one for a trophy or something like that. And it was oh, like, here, yeah, here's, maybe. there you go. I got this stuff. I'm just going to do it right here. Yeah. So, I mean, even like right now, I've built all the highways or the, or I've helped with the highways. And I'm glad that there are other people who are doing it too, but you have to maintain that stuff. So you have to feed, you know, certain elements into it to keep it up. So it's not falling apart. You know, the government doesn't do infrastructure, but I do. And <laughs> there you go. Do you get the taxes? No, no, unfortunately, I don't. I just have to give away stuff. But I, I try to keep up with it. And it's, you know, I like it. And I like yeah. when you see all these other structures because sometimes their structures are exactly what you needed. So you look at it and be like, that is so perfect because I can just use that and it's a shortcut and it saves me so much time. So thank you. And then you come across those others like, what is this doing here? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what you're up to. I don't know why you did this. Sometimes you'll even see half structures like they went to build a bridge and then just gave up. Or can they run out of materials? Yeah, I mean, you can. But yeah. when you see a bridge next to a facility... You, you just sit there and think, well, you could have just ran up here, got the materials, and come back. And yeah, yet you've left yeah, it here untouched, unfinished. What are you doing? Why yeah, are you even building? Another shiny and forgot that they were even yeah. doing that thing. <laughs> or or even even when you sit there and think, why, do, why are you building another bridge here when clearly you see there are plenty of bridges and you're building yet another one here? Why? Was that one not good enough for you? Was it too far back? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's could be could be something maybe I'm I'm not thinking about, but when yeah. you see those those structures that are just what random are you doing? It feels random. Yeah, you'll see a ramp, and I, again, I'm sure that there are just knuckleheads out there thinking this is great. Uh huh. But you'll see a ramp at the top of a mountain, and I'm like, I'm not jumping off of that. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do the Assassin's Creed swan dive. No, you know? no. 
So if you want to have at it, you you are more than welcome to, but that is dumb and I'm not doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, maybe they've already beaten it and they're just screwing around. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. Could be. I don't know. Yeah. So what do you got in the way of news? We got a little bit. It wasn't a jam-packed week, but you and I find stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I guess the only really big thing that I saw coming across this week is uh, that the whole NetEase Blizzard deal just never quite got it figured out. And as of the 23rd... Dark in China, as far as Blizzard games go. Um, World of Warcraft, Overwatch 2, Diablo. Um, looks like Diablo Immortal is fine because it's distributed through a different publishing company than mm. NetEase. Um, so that's like a huge market to just lose and to go dark on where if you were playing these games for however long it looks like that they've figured out or trying to figure out how to keep your save files if you are in those areas so that Mm -hmm. you can hopefully pick up where you left off when they find another publisher um and then just in case you weren't aware because i had to do some digging a little bit to try to understand why this was such a big deal uh but like the ccp kind of demands that you have a chinese publisher when you're publishing games to the chinese market so blizzard needs one of those to distribute their games um, by that country's laws. Um, So it seemed like that they were kind of going back and forth a good bit there. I kind of vaguely remember, I think it was November ish last year, towards the end of the year where Blizzard came out like, Hey, we've not reached an agreement and was kind of saying that NetEase um, wasn't putting anything forward that they thought would benefit their own players. And, you know, kind of trying to lay it at their door and then net ease um is kind of (laughs) is accusing blizzard of seeking a divorce but wanting to stay together Mm -hmm. kind of situation because it did seem in there that blizzard was asking if they could extend their contract on the current terms for another six months while they were looking for another publisher and i don't know that you can articulate it that way with anybody giving you money and they'll be like okay You know, Mm -hmm. like, sure, we'll just keep doing this thing for you uh, whilst we know you're looking for somewhere else, you know. Um, I couldn't find the exact sticking point that seemed to really cause this because they've been working together since 2008. And as you're kind of reading through, it kind of seems that Blizzard was what kind of gave NetEase their start in the beginning to really take off, you know? Uh, But as you kind of go through the story, it kind of gets a little petty too, because the people at the Nettie's offices are live streaming, taking apart like blizzard structures Mm -hmm. that would be around the offices there in China and live stream or like putting up pictures of bashing their company. Uh, there was one where they put out a PR move with a green tea. Mm. Now I didn't understand, you know, it's still it's cultural things, you know, um, which apparently is kind of slang for some bad stuff. So it seems like Nettie's is just constantly poking back at Blizzard too. And mm. it turned into just kind of this messy online dispute where they're both kind of looking 
petty. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, so as of the 23rd, if you're in that area, you no longer have access to these games until Blizzard can find a licensing agreement with a different Chinese publisher. Um, I don't know how well, easy, hard that is. I mean, and with how many laws they've been passing with kids not being able to play games past a certain time of day and uh, just seems like it's a really tough country to be a gamer in. Yeah. And- you know, and it's such a wide audience. You know what I mean? Like, does Blizzard feel really good about standing for China now? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, do they, do they feel good about it now? Because it seems like you're getting ditched. But I, I, I just wanted to find what was the exact thing that all of a sudden started this argument and how long had it been going on? What is the exact sticking point? I mean, obviously I default to cause money. Someone's probably feeling screwed somewhere cause money. Well, yeah. um, but I couldn't find an exact thing. Now siblings, if I'm overlooking it, please point me in the direction. I felt like I was reading through stuff from like years ago up until, you know, today or the other day when I saw that or the 23rd, I guess mm-hmm. the day that I saw like, we're done. We're, we're cutting everything down. We're no longer providing these servers. So I'm sorry if you're over there, this is rough. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how I'd feel if my favorite video game that I've been attached to for 20 years was just all of a sudden my country's like, no, and you've taken it from me, you yeah. know, my, my poor little brain that needs my instant gratification. It's like, what are you doing to me? Like, this is a problem. Um, I guess that <laughs> Netty has maybe got too big for its britches because it looks like it's finally started accelerating its own development capability. Mm. So now their in-house development is around 60% of their revenue. So I guess they just don't need them. I don't know. I don't know. But they're not doing it, man. They're not doing it. I don't know. What do you think? Well, <laughs> this is crazy. As we've talked about before, China is that that market that everybody seems to want, and then to to let it just slip through your fingers. I mean, how many times do we hear that shit from from Hollywood where they have to make concessions just to get a movie yeah. into China or can't say this, you can't do that, you got to do this, you got to do that. No, I mean, if you've got to compromise your film or or anything for somebody else, same with this. I mean, you you got to no, tell with that. Yeah. But but it's such a huge market is why they do it. Yeah, I mean, there's billions of people. You know what I mean? No, like, I get it. Yeah, they're they have more than we even do mm-hmm. population wise in the states. You know, so like I get from a business standpoint why you went into that market. It just. My God, all the things you've got to do. Just, just, ugh, my God. Yeah. You know, like, oh, man. <clears throat> so I guess we'll just wait and see. It looks like at this point, unless Nettie's comes around somehow with me looking at their their little petty posts and stuff, seems to tell me they're, they're done. They're good mm-hmm. here. They want to make sure they're pissing them off super good, you know. Um, I don't know when you'll get to play your WoW over there or any of that stuff, you know. Um. So, tell me if I'm wrong, and uh-huh. and maybe I'm I'm equating it to something else that sounds very familiar. But wasn't NetEase a, a search engine browser or something? You know what? I was kind of wondering, like that name. It does I, sound like a a, right, a browser. Like, 
Like back in the day. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Oh, like I felt like it was like its icon was a little. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Oh. Uh, you see it on a ship, and you turn the ship with the wheel and the thing, and oh, yeah. But I don't think I'm gonna think of it. I get, I'm Deva. Help. Yes, Deva. <laughs> Deva was Nettie's. Uh, like I'm looking at the 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 Googles. I'm not seeing anything about okay, that. Well, so we're probably very close on a name that's triggering a memory, but probably not quite it. Is that um, that uh, Mandela effect? <laughs> Yes, and of course, the first thing that pops up is from December of twenty-two that Riot Games is suing NetEase. Hmm. I uh, know what I'm thinking. the copyright of their popular Valorant esports title. Okay, I don't know anything about that, so there you go. But <laughs> I don't. I didn't do any search on that, so I don't know. Um, Maybe Netscape. Is that, that what I'm thinking I bet of? you it is. I bet you it's Netscape. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I think you're right there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew yeah, it was well, net something. Right? <laughs> we were we were close. Uh so there we go. Um it just we'll see what happens. Poor kids in video games. I guess you'll just have to go do other things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if you were only allowed to play like an hour on Friday anyway. And now you probably don't even have it. Uh, moving on, um, I know we were kind of discussing about the new Tomb Raider, and then we were having conversations about what we were hoping would be coming out of it. Looks like Amazon kind of confirmed that it is a continuation of mm-hmm. the Laura Croft story, so it won't be remaking the originals or any of that kind of stuff that I know we were kind of discussing. Like, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. It's far enough re- removed at this point, you know. Um, but it will be a single-player narrative-driven adventure continuing Laura's story. So I thought I would just mention that because I know we were kind of having debates back and forth of what they were doing with the new Tomb Raider. Um, and then I also read that they're not going to do any of that exclusivity like they tried to do before because it really uh, hurt their sales. And in my head, I'm going, well, duh. Yeah. Like, I don't know what big blockbuster hit you thought this was going to be, but I waited until it came to my platform. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> so they learned a lesson, at least there. Like, just release the damn game. People are more more beholden to their platform than they are to your freaking game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I read, I think I read that headline this morning. And when I read it, I thought, are they making another movie? Because it said Amazon. I was not equating games. And I was like, why are they making a movie? And now I'm even more confused. (laughs) Yeah, Amazon Games, because they're the ones who acquired the publishing rights for the new Tomb Raider. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what's coming out of that. Freaking Amazons and everything, too. Now, since you mentioned Amazon, I did have like one little nugget, one little bit of news, if you will, that uh, it's related to Amazon. So if you have this, I'm just going to take it from you. But maybe not. Uh, Amazon is apparently offering ex-Stadia users uh, two free months of Luna if they come on over. You know, just be like, hey, I know you. Yeah, like the Google people. If you're just yeah. like, hey, I, n- I noticed you, you lost your platform. Well, you can come right on over here and play yeah, on ours. and smart. Mm-hmm. Very smart. <laughs> so if if by chance you had Stadia and you want some Luna, I personally could not um, partake because I've already had Luna. But if you've never had Luna and you had Stadia, I, I recommend yeah. it. Go go give it a yeah. peek. 
Yeah, I mean, if they're offering it to you for a month or so for free or something, yeah. check it out. Yeah, two totally. free months. Why not? Go for it. Yeah, why not? I would check it out if I was getting it for free for show. Sure. That's show. the reason why I checked in on Stadia when That's they right. gave me a month free, and then I could play the Tequila Works game I wanted to play. Mm-hmm, which now, mm-hmm. thankfully, we're hearing is. Uh, Getting worked on to move to other platforms so the game can still live on. So I love it. Yep. Um, Microsoft, or not, well, Xbox, I guess, rather, um, had a developer direct. Um, admittedly, as I was flipping through, I didn't really see any big blockbuster things to chat about or anything, you know, like there was some more Minecraft coming. Um, but the one thing I thought was cool, and I would love for developers to take just extra note of this. I don't know if you watched the trailer for Hi-Fi Rush that dropped then. It's uh, it, it looks like it's a uh, it's a cartoonish rhythm based fighting game, uh, kind of drawn in that cell shader comic book style. Uh, regardless, first time we'd saw the trailer at the end, they were like, "Yeah, by the way, go play it today." That. That is what you do. I didn't have to think about this game for four years and delays. Mm-hmm. And what was even better, it was made from Tango DreamWorks, which, by the way, they added this in the trailer, which I thought was a nice touch, from the makers of The Evil Within. Oh, no, nice. seriously. Uh, I thought that was a very nice touch that they put it in there because I was like, you know what? This is such a different game. So mm-hmm. different than The Evil Within. Um, and it came to Game Pass that day too. So I, I'm feeling like later on today I might download it and give it a shot and see. Um, but I just thought that was a really cool way to do it. And like Bethesda used to be great about that, where you might have heard about it for six months before its release, and that was great. Mm-hmm. But to just work on it, we had no clue. Did you have internal problems? Did you have to delay it? I have no idea. But mm-hmm. now it's here. I do Let's remember. Let's do this, people. Let's do that. I do remember seeing, I think I saw the trailer on YouTube, but I didn't watch it. And okay. I, I guess I'm going to have to, because now that you've described it, I'm curious. It looks like it might be kind of fun, you know? I don't know how long it would captivate my attention being a fighting game like that, but with all of the other elements that were added to it, something about it tells me I might have a good time with it for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, I did like, um, there was, I'm horrible at remembering names of anything, but there was one game that I played on Switch for a little while too, where it was kind of a dungeon crawler and it was a rhythm-based game where I had to, I think I showed it to you when we were in Ohio, where you had to hop according to the beat and keep moving through and make the fighting with yeah. the beat. And I got like stupid into that for a while too. So that's why something tells me I could probably be addicted to this for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, longevity would just have to depend on me sitting down and playing it and actually tickling all the right things for my brain. Um, But it was unique enough from a developing team that I really wouldn't have expected something this kind of cutesy look. I I don't want to call it cutesy, but it's it's definitely a cartoonish style. Um, So and then to just drop it the same day they announced it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, just just looking at I'm not watching it specifically. I'm just kind of looking at some of the pictures and Oh yeah, I could. That look fun. I and then you like should listen that. to it with the music and stuff too, because how dependent it was on the beat and stuff was kind of interesting to me, also. Um, so yeah, I just really liked uh, the fact that I, I'm like, ooh, <gasps> and I can play now. You know, <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, they did do a little bit more on the Arcane Studios Redfall. 
Um, I've been watching it. It kind of seems like a cool concept. I think for me, just being multiplayer, you know, how I kind of take a step back and like, eh, is it cooperative? Mm. Can I just play with friends? Do I have to play against people kind of thing? Uh, but uh, May 2nd. We'll see if it gets delayed. I don't know. I just assume everything's going to get delayed these days because Jesus Christ, everything's mm. delayed these days. Of course. <laughs> no, nobody can like just stop throwing out a schedule. Um, and then there was like an update for Elder Scrolls Online too that they announced um, that they'll be putting to the game in June called uh, Necrob. So another, you know, a new chapter going right. into the... Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, so if you are playing that, everybody loves new stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves new stuff. And then, of course, you know, we all have to ooh and ah at Racing Games Graphics because for whatever reason, they've just got the edge on everyone when it comes to that. <laughs> it, they really do. I mean, I, do, I, man. I am not the audience for it, but you cannot you deny it. how awesome they look. I drool at the trailers. I really do. Like, yeah, I'm not a racing game fan either, but I'll watch those trailers because, man, I it really is great how they get the reflections and all. It's just, it is kind of crazy mm-hmm. how they're the leading. I feel like the leading edge on graphics has always been out of race, racing games. But, you or know. Maybe over the last five or six years, maybe, for sure. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. There's not a lot to a racing game, so I guess you can put as many resources at your disposal. Just take your time. Make them all pretty. Yeah. But still, it's impre- it shows what the, the consoles or the, the games are capable of, of being able to look like if, you know, the time and care is put into it. Yeah. yeah. And I... Stop me if I'm wrong. Anybody who who knows better, but if I don't ever remember hearing that a a, a racing game was broken, you know, yeah, like game breaking bugs. Or yeah, nothing. only with the one that I heard it wasn't a bug. It was just you know the company being stupid, wanting to charge you forty dollars extra for a car. Yeah, kiss like, my ass. Like they'll do that nonsense with microtransactions. But yeah, I don't really hear about. I wasn't able to beat this track, mm. but I may not follow the people who play them either, to be fair. So I, <laughs> I might just miss all of the griping because I'm not actively in that community, you know. Mm. Um, but I didn't really have much else because like this week seemed to be mostly uh, that Blizzard um, was like the bigger stuff that I had seen uh, that had come out. And then... Neil Druckmann did an interview, but uh, finally just kind of saying like, hey, we're not working on Uncharted. Okay. Kind of didn't think so, but seemed like he had to come out and be like, yeah, we've put it to bed. We've uh, we've put it to rest. I mean, you know, they're probably moving on with more Last of Us or something anyway. You know, another storyline maybe for that. Or who? <gasps> a new game. A new game? Are I you? Know. Come on. I, what I'm is a new in a game? Fantasy world. I know. I'm living in a fantasy world. <laughs> I mean, look, I would love to see more Nathan Drake, but uh, I, I can also accept that his story is done. Right. I feel like they wrapped it up well. We had yeah. four uh, four games with him. They proved they can do an Uncharted game without him also. I mean, we mm-hmm. had the one with what's-her-name that I'm never going to remember right now, but... Um, and from what I could tell, that seemed to do well. And it didn't even end up being a fully priced game. Like it no. was a little bit of a shorter experience than the Nathan Drake Uncharted, if we're wanting to mm. differentiate between them. But um I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Tomb Raider, Uncharted, all those, they're kinda like 
in the same vein. Yeah. So I guess I haven't felt like I'm starved for that kind of gameplay because I can no. find it. I liked the games. I just was never obsessed with them. So maybe that's my difference. They right. were fun for my one time through. Good story. Lots of action. Tomfoolery. Nonsense. And they're you know, good camaraderie and good, you know, back and forth they're... with the characters. And that uh, was good. They're fairly breezy if you think about it. Like if you're not actually going through and, and trying to collect all the, the missing artifacts, you can yeah. play through it in a, in a short amount of time. I mean, yeah, six to eight maybe, hours, maybe. And I, I'm, I'm even, I feel like I'm being generous with that too. Maybe, maybe like the last game you get into the eight hour mark. Yeah, you might be right. Like I watched the last one. I didn't play it. So like the hubs played it and I just sat in there and watched it like I was playing it or something. But they're like, so. they're like they're interactive like movies. movies. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I would sit there just with my snack and I was good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a lot of fun. A fun story. Yeah. Uh, we used to do that a lot. We don't do it nearly as much anymore, but he used to always play games and I would just sit there and watch the stories. He'd play like story heavy games for me and mm-hmm. it was a good time. No, yeah, you know, sometimes it. we'd both chime in on how to choose, you know, so it was kind of like we were playing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then outside of that, I don't have nothing else. What about you? Anything I missed you wanted to chat about? What or? about that uh, $2,000 game on Steam? Did we want to talk I'll about that? I'll be honest. I hemmed and hawed about it because, and I'll just say it like this, outrage culture helps them find their audience. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of hem and haw about talking about these things where I can clearly see that it was to try to generate some sort of outrage or something. I know our siblings are smarter than that. Sure. But um, like I kind of liken it to remember that maybe it was a couple years ago now that there was this one very controversial game that dropped. Mm-hmm. And I had no freaking idea about it until I saw all of my streamer friends tweeting about avoiding this game and how terrible it is. And oh, my God. And then they went to the Steam page and then Steam banned it. But all they did was find their audience for all of those people to go to the website to buy this game directly from there. So I felt like because every and we've done this since the beginning of time. Sure. People get pissy, you know, why do you think rock and roll made it so big? Christians are like, oh, rock and roll. And we're like, screw you, we're listening to Kiss. You know, like, it always just backfires. So I always kind of hem and haw about feeding into that machine. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I realize that if we weren't being outraged about it and talking about it, nobody probably would have ever freaking knew it existed. And they're banking on you doing that to find its audience, you know? Sure. Um, but Yeah. Who in their right mind is going to charge $2,000 for a video game anyway? That's more than all of the plat- consoles combined. That like, But yeah, some dude, the hidden and the unknown. <laughs> Thank you, Chad, for bringing this up. Because like, yeah. I, I had no clue it existed until I saw it I didn't in either. the Discord. And then my brain was like, what? And I couldn't let it go until I looked into what the heck this even was. Because... Who the hell is going to put a $2,000 price tag on their game? Um, But yeah, so it's basically, it's just a visual novel. There's no character sprites. There's no, it's all dialogue. Um, it, It, to what I can tell, is just a bunch of men's rights nonsense massage like men now in the west are all feminine and dainty and can't do a thing so all of us women had to become more masculine and take you know it's like that kind of garbage (laughs) like i feel like it's just the men's right activism which 
I'm not going to deny you that. I'm sure there's situations where you're also like knocked down because of that or whatever. But like to the extent this guy is trying to make it sound like our population's just going to fall off because all of our dudes can no longer participate in like mating or whatever. <laughs> it's just so just stupid. But yeah, $2,000. No real graphics. It looks like that old AI art from even a couple of years ago. So I don't know that they even put anything into it. You know, uh, um, what's here? Yeah. What's here? There's no real substance. There's no gameplay. Mm -hmm. And I think they said it's less than two hours. So I guess if you want to be without your $2,000 for a few days just to look at it, beat it and refund it then by all means and if you think buying this game's gonna own someone jokes on you i'll sleep just fine with my 2k in my pocket you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like i just i feel like this was just to piss people off right clearly to start this whatever dialogue that he's got in his head for how the world is right now mm -hmm. you know i don't i don't want to go deep down this rabbit hole but i did want to touch on this since you brought it up ai art okay I don't want to say too much because I feel like this could go on for much longer than it needs to. But I have seen, and I don't know why this is starting to happen, but uh, getting on my YouTube feed or just recommended videos because I watched one and now yeah, they're everywhere. Now algorithm's theft. Yeah. Somebody did <laughs> Family Guy in AI and it, they said Family Guy's an 80s sitcom. And so they show you all these realistic versions of Family Guy characters, but generated oh, wait, through AI. I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. And someone edited it together using like the Family Matters theme song. But then after that, I saw tons of them. So then it would be The Simpsons. Same setup, mm -hmm. same everything. Same music, and then there was I saw another that one with a lot of like Disney characters too. Like they just yeah. kept going through the real version of what all these people would look like. Yeah, and it's it's been flooding my recommended because it's like, what if Super Mario Brothers was a dark '80s fantasy? It's like I, I don't. What if it was? <laughs> what if I don't know? And the, none of it looks like. It's like uncanny valley. It's too much. Or yeah, or it's kinda. just it's you look at it and you're like, well, I don't really see. Like, for example, they did, there was one for Futurama, and uh, Leela had two eyes, and it was like, but she's a Cyclops, so your AI failed. <laughs> right? You know? Do they know what Cyclops is? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it was interesting for a moment, and then it was just, like, overwhelming. Like, it was like, hey, we got another one. It's like, I, I'm, I'm good. I don't yeah. need to see anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's like, I get it now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I remember flipping through one of those that had like a bunch of different ones. But I think it was one of those stupid like Twitter promoted tweets yeah. or something. And, and I'll always check the comments first because there's always somebody who's very kind and just posts what you want to see in the comments. So you don't have to flip through the whole garbage that is the, the website that they post up. So I'll yeah. just go through that. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating, but eh, I could... It, but, it's, yeah. I'm done with it. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, so developed by a Pro X team, the Hidden Unknown, uh, latest indie Steam game to, I don't know, be ruffle on feathers. there. <laughs> to yeah. ruffle feathers. I'm just like, how would... I mean, I guess Steam would be like, well, if you really want to give me 30% of that price tag, then sure. You know, because like, why would you even... 
Yeah, anybody who... To be that much to be on there. Like, I can't imagine anything to make me want to spend that much on a video game that I know is not even going to be two hours long, and it's not even a game. Yeah. It's just text. The first eight minutes is a Star Wars scroll, unskippable text. Why do I know this? I watched some person who put it up on YouTube for free. I'm not going to try to play this game. Like, nothing about it sounds interesting, but... So, yeah, I guess if you just want some, you know propaganda for your eyeballs at a steep price tag there you go the hidden and unknown on steam i guess it's still on steam i haven't checked to see if it's been removed or anything i feel like we get enough <laughs> propaganda on news outlets and right? whatever so but you know. i don't think we wanted them in our games we don't we need games to be political games. <laughs> whatever we don't want it. We don't want it. but yeah i did try to uh read an article about it where uh, they legit were trying to talk to the developer to kind of be like, so what is all this, you know? And it just sounds like this person's just kind of <whistles> far on the conspiracy end of things. Obviously. But I don't know. I just think the price tag was just to get people talking because there's nothing about what is contained within that game that would remotely come close to that price. Mm-hmm. And if you think of all the AAA games that actually puts out stuff and they're only wanting 70, like, who the fuck you think you are, man? Like, I don't I don't think it was to sell games. I just really don't. Like, yeah. who's going to buy it? I don't know. I don't know. I know you said you had some thoughts about it that you were saving for the pod in the Discord because you always like to withhold certain conversations from me. So yeah, <laughs> no, I just... I didn't know if you had anything to say, but I think it's just more about, like, men's rights and human cycle and how the population's going to die off because you men aren't men enough or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you are that insecure about your own masculinity and all this other stuff, uh, and you, that you have to make a $2,000 video game to just whine about it, whine about it. Yeah. 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 I, uh, whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like, I mean, Yeah. It just didn't seem like there was, and nothing of value was made that day. Yeah. Um, but your money has value, and mm-hmm. uh, you should just keep that. That's that just wow. Just the price tag alone. I'm like, who are you, dude? Uh, but I don't know. So just don't be a soy boy. There, yeah. I've saved you, TK. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Harsh words. That's that's that's. That's the lesson here. And so there you go. I've saved you $2,000 by giving you that that truth bomb from the game. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all I got. What you got? I got a story. You got a story? I, I got a story. story. This one I kind of came up with last minute, but I think I it, it, it's going to be a little shorter, but it's fine. I don't really feel like I need to go into the nuts and bolts of it all. And there's reasons. But anyway, hey, you know what I want to talk about? What's Base. That? Baseball. Ooh, okay. Baseball. America's pastime, as they call it. Or at least that's what I've always heard. I don't... Yeah, I think we're the one place that plays that. Yeah. uh, I know they've tried it in other countries, but, you know. For some reason, it's just like how soccer didn't really hit as hard here as other places. Baseball didn't hit other places. Anyway, your story. They call it football (laughs) over. We're going to make our own football. That's true. Made of pigs. We did. I yeah. I still don't know why we couldn't have just called that something else. <laughs> because it's football. Well, football for soccer actually makes sense. You feet for Christ's sake. We couldn't call it handball because then they think we're gay. We can't have that. <laughs> right. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, I don't love or hate baseball. I've played it. I've watched a little. We're not to just go to the stadium with friends, but I've like, actually heard that you know to actually just yeah. go to a game. I mean, you don't have to really like the game. You can just I've never really watched hang it. out. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Anyway, you may be asking yourself, why the fuck is he talking about baseball? Well, that is a valid point, uh, and it's really the only lead-in I could come up with for this story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's not for nothing. Yeah. It's not for nothing because it does kind of weave into the story, if even if it's by loose association. Now. Uh-huh. If we look to the indie market, as we were just talking about, mm-hmm. we can yeah. s- we can s- teams hard at work. right. We can see a plethora of game developers who grew up playing video games, all with a dream of making their very own, like this asshole who created this uh, two thousand dollar <laughs> propaganda machine. I'm sure he worked really hard on it. He probably did not. Uh, these developers could be college students working in their spare time. You know, just uh-huh. making ends. Say, I'm gonna do this, but I'm also gonna do my studies and I'm gonna do my work. And we're just, you know, working hard. Good, good yeah. for them. And then there could be some kids who had the means to to do something, and they just kind of learned what they needed to do to make the game, and they did it themselves. They didn't go to college. They were just working hard to do what they love. Mm-hmm. But on occasion. Much like the story we were just talking about. We see people with the means and desire to do it, but they don't understand anything else about video games. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. This is the person at the center of our story today. Now, going back to late December of 2005, Major League Baseball player Kurt Schilling had an idea that he pitched to his family. Yeah. He's a huge fan of MMORPGs, and he thought, what if I could do that? And then he was looking for some business advice. You know, I want I want to make WoW is essentially what he was thinking. I want to do okay. that. Yeah. How hard could it be? How hard could it be? Exactly. <laughs> How hard is video game? Right. <laughs> he took the idea to six of his friends and told them about this desire to form a video game studio and was kind of looking to them to be potential partners. The idea was to create a game in the vein of World of Warcraft to, quote, make Bill Gates level money. Now, do you see the problem here? Your already motivation starting off wrong. (laughs) Yeah. But clearly this was a man born to lead a video game studio Mm -hmm. because the motives are right there. In 2006, Schilling and his friends leased some office space in Maynard, Massachusetts and announced the creation of Green Monster Games, a name that only lasted six months before becoming 38 Studios. Why 38 Studios? Well, Schilling said that it was to better represent the company's goals, whatever the fuck that means. By having 38 companies? Uh, Okay. All right. No, I can tell there's more. Oh, yeah, because the number 38 was his uh, number in Major League Baseball. So <laughs> I feel like this is a way to say, this oh, is mine now. His lucky number? Yeah, this is mine. It's my number, my studio, mine. Okay. Put his stamp on Oh, wait, on is it. the name 38 Studios or was there yes. legit 38 no, no, no. Studios? No, it was Maybe just... that's where I'm confused. 38 Studios was oh, the was name. Oh, was the name of it. Okay. And... <laughs> legit thought you were talking about he split into 38 no. studios and i'm like jesus h christ what the fuck are you doing no to to be named after his number 
I gotcha. You know, even though I don't feel like that represents everybody else who was uh, supposed to be a partner in this thing, sure. whatever. Regardless of that, the studio was hard at work trying to build a new company to get it started on their very first game. Okay, they, they got the name, they got the buildings, now it's time to make a game. And one of the smart business decisions they did was to hire folks who actually knew about the gaming industry. So you had former employees from EA, Sony Online Entertainment, and a few others that kind of joined in the fray. Then in May of 2009, 38 Studios acquired Big Huge Games, whose best-known work at the time was a real-time strategy game called Rise of Nations, which is what you want when you're building an MMORPG. Right, yeah. No, that sounds like we're okay. starting to get somewhere. <laughs> yeah. The company was bought from THQ, who was unloading several assets during 2009's Great Recession. Mm -hmm. You remember that thing? I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this was a, a thing to help 38 Studios along. Now things could really begin, okay? Now was the moment. But you, you may have noticed that I kind of jumped ahead two full years and there was nothing in that two years, you know. Nothing was being made. Okay. How do you go from 2007 to 2009 forming this company to make games and you don't make a game or anything right. remotely resembling like. anything in two years? Yeah. Uh, you know, it sounds a little, fishy. Little, yeah, a little bit. Uh, a video game studio not making video games is kind of like a restaurant without food. What are you doing? Yeah. But... It doesn't matter anymore because now they have the means to make a video game. They actually have a studio of people who made a video game. What? And now they're going to make the video game. It took them two years, but by God, they're here now. And they're going to make this MMORPG, Creative even though stuff. they never made an MMORPG. They made real-time strategy games. But it doesn't matter. They're, they make a video game, and they're going to make a video game. They, they push the buttons. Make right. things move on screen. So, anyway... They they got they got people who can make video game. So they they decided that now it's not the time to dick around anymore. We're gonna do what needs to happen. And you'd think making no money over a few years kind of put a strain on your company finances. You know, mm -hmm. you're not really making anything. You're just spending for yeah. two years. Pretty so Schilling thought this would be a good idea to look for more investors, sink their dollars into his growing money pit. Mm -hmm. But who would be so naive to think this was a good idea after seeing how the initial business plan just kind of floundered for several years, right? Right. Well, sometimes... Like nothing to show for it to show right. an investor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need the naive, but the desperate. Enter yeah. Republican Rhode Island Governor Don Carceri. Oh, boy. Now, it seemed in 2010, Rhode Island was in steep economic turmoil, which had only gotten worse thanks to the aforementioned, aforementioned I don't know why I can't speak, recession. <laughs> yeah. Unemployment was fourth worst in the nation for Rhode Island. Ooh. And three of their cities were on the verge of bankruptcy. Ooh. So, Carceri yeah. needed a miracle for his state. And the world gave him Kurt Schilling. Oh, God. I'm starting to, like, get the feels over this. Okay, go ahead. So the two met at a fundraiser. 
And when the conversation turned to business ventures, Schilling wooed Carceri, telling him about his little company that was trying to grow and had the potential to be this big, massive studio. Mm-hmm. But you see, the problem was, at least according to Schilling, Massachusetts, man, they were just so unwilling to help him financially to expand this business. And it's just so frustrating. They just don't understand what he was trying to do. And they yeah. just, they refused to help. And this was his born native state. I, at least I think that's that was kind of the whole thing is that yeah. Massachusetts, he was born and bred Bostonian. I'm a job creator You here. know? And it's like, they, they're not helping me out over here. So he gets, I don't know why I went to New Yorker either. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Boston, you know? Yes. And it's like, they're not helping me. I don't know how he sounds. So if there, there was only a way that he could expand his company without having to deal with Massachusetts. Because right? they're just, they're so unreasonable up there. Not willing up in, to help their citizens at all. Well, wouldn't you know it, Carceri was more than happy to an extended invitation to Rhode Island, where he could possibly look at the possibility of being a possible business there, and maybe convincing other local politicians that this grand plan to become the new Gil Bates huh, ah, would be beneficial because yeah. money. money so he come in with with big company we mm. give him money he make more money and we all survive yeah that's that's what it sounds like sounds like it and boy did they work over the state because so many were just like done let's do it let's do it and they oh. gave shilling 75 million dollars in bonds to relocate 38 studios in Providence and make his multi-million dollar MMORPG. This was going to be the thing to turn Rhode Island around. Yeah, okay. Things were looking pretty positive for 38 studios. They actually sure. <laughs> had a, a game in development. Kingdoms of... Oh, they did. Yeah, Kingdoms they of... They started it? Am- Amalur. Amalur? Amalur. Yeah, Kingdoms Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which had actually been underwritten and uh, promised to be published by EA. So they had, you know, something going for it. And that's all well and good. But, you know, Schilling realized that to really do this game justice, he's going to need another $100 million. and, And maybe... Maybe uh, a few extra years to make sure. the game because you just, it's a, it's a lot I that mean, goes on. Games are harder. Games are hard. You know, yeah. you know we, we were kind of thinking that, you know, it was going to move along a little faster, but ah, damn, you know, just a yeah. few more, a few more years and a couple of hundred million dollars and we'll be, we'll be fine. And then, and then the money train's going to come in, baby. Come in, yeah. We just, we just, that we 10 just, bucks a month money, baby. Yeah. So we just needed to get there. And for some reason, Carceri felt good about this. You know, he was a former businessman. He understands risks. And and no way, in no way would baseball player Kurt Schilling let down a fellow conservative like himself. Sure, right. They yeah. they stick together. They yeah. they look out for one another. They don't He's turn on each other. He's helping a small business. Right. Right. Yeah. It's helping the little guy. That's what they do. It is. Now, I can spin a yarn 
tell you whatever you want to hear, giving you the outcome that sounds so positive, but I'm not a spinster like some people. <laughs> I, I'm here to report facts, damn it. Yeah. And unlike Kurt Schilling, who was blowing smoke up so many asses you think their heads would have become chimneys, <laughs> uh, he, you know, was a shit-ass person. And believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, believe th- it or not, 38 Studios was in dire straits. Who would have thought? What? Uh, even oh, the company's... Even the company's own financial portfolio manager saw red flags. He, he, the company's worst case scenario involved a projection of releasing a few successful video games every two years. Okay. That was their worst case scenario. Oh, I feel think, like think about a good it. case, but okay. No, but... Like the, you're but, actually releasing... Okay, maybe I'm not thinking of it right. Do think it about right. it. Your worst case scenario for this company is you're going to be able to release a successful video game every two years. One video game every two years. Okay. Probably in the same vein as this Kingdoms of Am- Amalur that he couldn't even get done in two years. Oh, yeah. Triple A sized. Right. World of Warcraft size. You wanted to release one of those every two years. years. Okay. Yeah, there's your, yeah. See it? Maybe you should understand the business a little bit. And how many people does he have? Six? A small group. (laughs) A couple hundred, maybe. Oh, at this point? Okay. uh, Maybe being generous. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't I was trying to think of the time frame, too, because I was like, they could shove games out in six months or so back in the day, you know? And I was Uh, like, how? Well, we're in uh, oh, wow size 2010-ish. Oh, okay, yeah, mm, no, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the same man, the company portfolio manager, mm-hmm. sent an email to them to the bosses saying, "Quote: I don't think I can support a 75 million dollar guarantee to any single company in this industry." due to the wide volatility in commercial success of video games. Okay? Perhaps, just a thought, we should develop a toolbox of incentives, including loan guarantees, to attract companies into a cluster and not rely on a single company to build the cluster around. Okay. You know, sounds like some decent financial jargon that maybe I don't understand more people involved in this mess (laughs) but but perhaps more companies and and then they can kind of level the the boat or whatever instead of just watching it sink just keep moving our assets around sure sure well they didn't like his assessment and they buried it they threw it in the trash and we're just like nope don't don't want to hear any of that but funny enough wouldn't you know it there were other people in state and federal legislation that saw red flags too and they oh, yeah. were just like, hey, I don't think this is a good idea. I think this is going to backfire. But he's going to make Bill Gates money. Right. Gil Bates money. Gil Bates money. <laughs> uh, did anyone listen? No. The, those concerns fell on deaf ears. And what could go wrong, right? What could go point, wrong? I mean, yeah. Well, let me tell you. Bankruptcy, that's what. Aw. Because Schilling was so confident that Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was going to be this huge, massive success. Yeah. 
that he'd been burning through the company's finances. Well, sure. Millions per month. Think about that. For, a, for his boat? For whatever. For like the actual game? <laughs> for whatever. Oh, Jesus. So soon after its launch, it was clear it was not going to be the success he hoped for. Yeah. Even though... And if you think about it, at the time, what would be considered a success, it sold about 1.3 million copies. Oh, so it released. Yeah, it released. It sold, but it wasn't the big success. He was. I think he was expecting like hundreds of thousands of millions of copies. Yeah. The company filed for bankruptcy in April of 2012, (laughs) leaving Rhode Island more fucked than it was before. Uh, Yeah. Because all jobs that were created from this venture were now gone, mm-hmm. which means unemployment rates went right back up. Mm-hmm. Those employees were stuck with expenses because some of them had to move to Rhode Island. Oh, God. And now they were being fucked out of their money because yeah. the company didn't have money to pay them. And now the state has to take care of them, too. Yes, because the state was now <laughs> stuck with the bill that naturally led to all this disaster. And mm-hmm. they can't get their money back. Uh-uh. So then they sue, because, sure. you know, that's that's going to help. Uh, Schilling refused to take the blame. Well. It's, uh, it's everybody fault. else's fault. They didn't understand, like, he, he didn't, he was trying to make like a video a game. Like leader does. Okay. <laughs> he was trying to make video game. They did not understand right. what it took to make video game. Mm-hmm. Are you sure his name's not Ives? You'd think, but it's mm-hmm. not. No. So... He pointed fingers at the dissenters, the people who didn't believe in him, because mm. they're to blame. And like most people in this situation, he settled out of court. Yeah. Only paid back $16 million of the seventy-five, even That's though... more than I would have thought. Even though uh, they did get about $61 million back, but that was due to other settlements within the overall lawsuit. So... He just cut 16 out of the 61. He didn't even take full responsibility for the whole thing. Because why would he? They just didn't understand his grandmaster plan. And if that wasn't enough, the individuals who got fucked over on their pay, Uh they just got uh, 14 to 20% of their expected back pay in August of 2021. (gasps) Okay. They had to wait 10 years, basically, to get their money. And not even all of it. Oh, my God. Ugh. So, it makes you feel good to see how well they take care of the little guys so quickly. Well, yeah. So, what can we learn from this story? Well, I'd say AAA corporations... Learned a lot from Kurt Schilling because they saw his big game plan to make all the money and they just ironed out the kinks. Right. You know, it's just like, okay, well, what he was on to something here, but we can do it better. Well, we got people who know what they're doing. Yeah. So let's. And we don't have to pay them all that well. We can make all the money. Right, right, right. You know, he had the idea. He had the the, the foresight to really uh, come up with what a good AAA studio could be. Just he not a good enough boss to know how to hire the right people to make right. it happen. Yeah, he could have been. I mean, Thirty Eight Studios could have been Activision Blizzard before Activision Blizzard became what they are today. 
and and yeah. they just he he dropped the ball, you know. He just couldn't make it happen. Yeah. No. So if anything, regular baseball playing conservative and Breitbart pundit Kurt Schilling showed the gaming industry that you just need to be a man with a plan, and that plan is money. You don't need video game know-how to make your video games. You just need to know, like, one person. <laughs> <clears throat> and and you just need to inspire uh, others to just believe in what you're doing, trick them into investing in your idea. And then when it doesn't make the money you wanted it to, you just blame other people for, for their failures because it wasn't you. And that's continued. They yes. learned, AAA learned that also and went, you know what? That's kind of nice not blaming me. Mm-hmm. And see, this is the story I was trying to tell you. The first AAA game studio head that inspired so many, like Bobby Kotick and Andrew Wilson, all these wonderful... I can't even finish the sentence. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I was trying to be sarcastic, and even that made you gag. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. But there you go. Clear as mud. That's what it is. Jeez, man. Woof. Woof. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, if he was trying to make a baseball game. No. That's where no. I thought maybe you were going at first. And I was like, is this how we got EA's every year baseball game? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, that would have been the thing you'd think that would have been easier to do is make a baseball game. He could have pumped one of those out every year. You really could. It's just what, updating the date, maybe a player here, but you're probably still using some assets that are exactly the same. See, he could have funded the whole thing right there and been yeah. like, we're going to make a, a special video game. It could be Kurt Schilling's 38 Studios Baseball and, you know, because mm-hmm. that sounds about as clever as anything else he came up with. And <laughs> hey, you pump one of those out every year. There's yeah. your money maker, And you just reskin it or, or polish it a yeah. little bit every year. And then, then, then you take the profits from that and then you put it into your MMO yeah. RPG. But you I don't want people who know how to make those things. Right. But I don't want to give them That's any That's probably ideas. problem one to solve. Sure. You think? Well, no. Okay. Problem two, maybe. You do need the money. To find the people. But, yeah. You need people who knows how to make a video game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it would help. Excellent. Well, fun. That's our show. Woo. Thank you for hanging out with us again, siblings. We, uh, we, we never leave you lack of content. Never. Never. Uh, you can hit us up sometime over on Twitter at Super Mega Crash, or even go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts his time and love into. Uh, you can send us an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com and support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app. And you can even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Or if you want more than just podcasting fun, head over to youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions for just more fun stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and come join our discord come chat with us um links are in the description down below uh thank you for listening i'm Lacey finley i'm Stephen white and you can join us again next time super mega crash siblings but until then game on
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.